Even getting on the phone with me for therapy, I tell them, first thing this morning, you were probably like, I don't feel like talking to her. And then it's like, oh, I feel like talking to her. I don't feel like that. It goes back and forth. And they said, oh, you don't take that personally? I said, no, of course not. Your depression is trying to run the boat. It's trying to say, don't bother. Go back to bed. Put the covers over your head. Call Look, I sick. know I'm an absolute delight. How could I possibly take this personally? This is all on you. there and welcome to Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. I, a professional mental health patient, that's how I like to frame it. We have a licensed therapist in the form of Courtney Kelly alongside Courtney. For the second straight week, Mm. I am speaking from experience. I wish I didn't have to, but those are the breaks. And I feel like I'm not alone on this front. 2020 has presented challenge after Mm -hmm. issue after problem, compounding, 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 Mm -hmm. and sometimes it gets to a point where you feel so beaten down, maybe you feel like as that boxer on the mat, you can't get back up. Exactly. And that's where I am mentally right now. Mm -hmm. Thank God I have the tools to kind of sort of get my bearings, but I've got to be honest with you. Mm. I'm starting to go to places that I haven't experienced in quite some time, and I'm having issues dealing with that. So before I get into my whole thing... Mm As a professional therapist, how do you manage somebody like that to keep them from throwing in the towel and completely giving up? Right. And that is, it's really difficult right now because like you said, not only are we dealing with the pandemic and social unrest and all of this strife with people, you know, politics, and you go on social media and there's so much going on there. It is really difficult. And then you compound that with people who are losing jobs and there's loss of life. Let's not forget this. Quality of of life. A quality of life, yes people are succumbing to this, to COVID-19, and there's just so much tragedy right now. So it is really difficult. And I know with my clients, especially with the pandemic, talking to them about the fact that you still have to live your life. You still have to function and do what you need to do to move your life forward. So it's kind of anchoring yourself. Right now, it's been all about grounding and anchoring yourself. And sometimes, you know, I tell my clients, instead of one day at a time, instead of one hour at a time, it's one minute at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 30 seconds at a time that we can't go too far out. It's can be very, very overwhelming. So we have to stay present and just go out as far as we can right now. I talk to them about a lot of different things to help them with distraction, also help them with supports. But it is really a heartbreaking time. And I have to say, too, it's hard to be a therapist sometimes because you're trying to hold that space all the while. There's a lot of things that we're mutually going through at the same time with all of the social unrest and everything and the pandemic. It's very different. It's an odd time to be a therapist. I have to say. In some ways, for yours truly, I suppose this is a good news, bad news thing. Mm-hmm. It's history repeating itself. So I've already been down this road. Right. And since I've had to deal with it once, I can tell myself, well, you can probably get through it again. Mm-hmm. But you had made reference last week to the analogy that I've brought up in the past where I ended up at a mental hospital, mm. outpatient based, by the mm-hmm. way. And at the time, I had so many things going wrong. The therapist in question said it is as if you're getting hit by wave after wave. Mm -hmm. As soon as you get hit by one wave, you swim back up to the surface, and no sooner do you catch your breath than you get hit by another, and you get Mm -hmm. shoved down, and then you go back up again, and you get shoved down again. Mm -hmm. That's where I am now, and for people who are maybe checking us out for the first time, 
this is what my 2020 has looked like. Mm. Okay, we're all dealing with a lot of the same frustrations with the isolation, the quarantines, and everything else. Well, my wife, because of the pandemic, has lost her job. That has led to financial issues. That has led to her being a little bit more on Mm. edge and depressed and me trying to support her in that way. On top of all of that, Both of my parents contracted Mm COVID-19. One of them passed away. The other one had COVID at the time. Mm -hmm. I had to try to figure out a way to get him to the funeral, even if that meant sacrificing myself. It dug up all kinds of other family issues Mm -hmm. that were pre-existing, swirled me down that rabbit hole. And no sooner did I try to pick my head up above that whole thing. And this one, people who don't know me aren't going to be able to relate as to how much it has impacted me. Yeah. The passing of Edward Van Halen, Mm. who to me was a childhood hero Mm -hmm. and idol. And Courtney, there aren't many things in life that I enjoy. I'm just that person. But the things that I love, I'm all in on. And if you take one of those away from me, oh, and by the way, not only that, because we work in the music industry Mm -hmm. to a degree, I wouldn't say that I'm friends with Eddie, but I've had some interactions with him. You have, yeah, some pretty amazing interactions too. Rather intimate ones. Helping him with his set list. Yes, (laughs) when he was a drunken mess. and He needed some help. Brian helped him. He gave me his guitar pick, and then I've seen him since, and... The last time I saw him was five years ago, mm-hmm. and I was at one of his sound checks, and when he saw me right away, his eyes lit up. <laughs> he winked at me, and he gave me the thumbs up. There's the guy who helped me A out. A lot of people were convinced that he was <laughs> winking at my wife, and who could blame him? Va, 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 boom. But... He was somebody who, look, a lot of people use Mm. music as a way to center yourself and as a mechanism to ground yourself when things are going wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think coming directly off of my mom's passing, which I witnessed when she voluntarily came off of a breathing apparatus and it was something Mm. that probably has already given me borderline PTSD. To have to deal with thing after thing after Mm -hmm. thing. Courtney, I got to admit to you, I'm struggling. I'm having trouble sleeping. Mm -hmm. I would say the alcohol intake Mm -hmm. is above where it normally is. I have a blood pressure cuff at home. That's higher than it normally is. We had a day this week where I overslept and I came in late for work, Mm -hmm. partially because my phone (laughs) is a piece of crap, (laughs) but also because, look, I'm emotionally and physically beaten down. And in the past, I could see where if I didn't have all of the tools which have been provided for me by therapy, mm-hmm. I'd be ready to give up and right. to be able to prop somebody up like that. And that's the thing about depression. I talk about it all the time. Mm. Sometimes it's fetal position stuff. Sometimes right. it's I'm just sleeping. I don't want to deal with reality. Mm-hmm. I don't have the wherewithal to do so. Right. You really have your work cut out for you in 2020. And that's the thing is like really reminding people that there's so many things that they need to do for self care and to keep themselves grounded because if they get past a certain point, which of course all of these things that you're talking about are such stressors that you've gotten to that point. Once you get past a certain point, it's really hard to kind of get that depression in check. So that's why I talk about a lot of preventative things to Mm -hmm. try to help people. Just getting outside. For some of my clients, it's like that's a challenge. Just getting outside each day and getting some fresh air, kind of change of scenery, that kind of thing. And getting to nature and calling and talking to someone. A lot of people are very isolated right now and they continue to be and I know a lot of people don't want to ask for help that's why we do this podcast to talk about to normalize the fact that when we need help we need to reach out for it but that's the thing if we 
have all of these stressors going on and then it's compounded and compounded if we don't have a routine that we stick to if we don't have people to reach out for even when we don't want to reach out we have to be able to talk to our brain and say I know I don't want to I know it's the depression talking or the anxiety talking but I need to do this because I know where this is going to go if I don't get help right now Mm -hmm. and so a lot of that is I tell people I know you're not going to feel like doing this but we have to look at the bigger picture instead of the feelings that go up and down all the time we have to look at the commitment, the commitment to whatever the action is or the commitment to having a healthy life and look at that because the feelings will go up and down. You will change your mind about something. Even getting on the phone with me for therapy, I tell them first thing this morning, you were probably like, I don't feel like talking to her. And then it's like, oh, I feel like talking to her. I don't feel like that. It goes back and forth. And they said, oh, you don't take that personally? I said, no, of course not. Your depression is trying to run the boat. It's trying to say, don't bother. Go back to bed. Put the covers over your head. Look, I know I'm an absolute delight. How could I possibly take this personally? This is all on you. Well, I don't take it personally. And they know. They say, of course. They're like, oh, my gosh, no, I love you. But sometimes I just want to pull the covers over my head. Or my anxiety is saying, I don't want to pick up the phone. I don't want to do this. And it was even worse when they had to go in somewhere. Because then it was all the social anxiety. I don't want to go into the place to meet me. They wanted to talk to me. But yet their anxiety and depression was running the show. So I tell people it's about the commitment rather than the feelings. Because they go up and down. And this is where I would like to revisit visit this using therapy as a preventative measure mm-hmm. if you are able to god bless you if in 2020 you have not been touched by some sort of right. a disaster mm-hmm. even if you think your life is going perfectly fine right. you can still benefit from therapy now think about if you've ever had a home built mm-hmm. the first thing that happens is they lay that foundation right. and that foundation had better be strong mm. to be able to support what's coming and i say the same thing about therapy all of the time In terms of that house having been built, and let's just say things start going Mm -hmm. wrong. Oh, there's mold. Oh, there's a plumbing issue. If you've already thought about it in advance, Mm -hmm. you know how to handle it. So I can say, coming off of my wife's financial issues, I could wring my hands and say, I just took $2,500 out of savings. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to retire. Or I could say... My wife is a beautiful and talented Mm -hmm. person. It's just a matter of time before she's probably going to be in a better employment situation than she was previously. Mm -hmm. Life does not happen on my timetable. Mm -hmm. I just need to exhibit patience. In relation to my mom, do I want to go back to that moment where I was watching her die Mm -hmm. and how painful that was for her and me emotionally, her physically? No, I would rather revisit some of the happy memories that she and I shared for Mm -hmm. childhood. And as far as Mr. Edward Van Halen Mm. is concerned, for me, it has been all about hopping onto YouTube, Mm -hmm. watching live shows, listening to his music. They have a tribute channel on Sirius XM Mm -hmm. and just marveling at the ability that he had Mm -hmm. and appreciating it and saying thank God for it. And he is going to live forever Mm. through that monstrous body of work, which is 40 years in the making. And I say that all the time about life, I was told from a very young age, I've said it before, I'll say it again. What is your life like every day? Mm. You wake up, the first thing you do is you look at your phone. Right. Then you go down and you make yourself that cup of coffee. Then maybe you're checking your social media, you're putting the radio or the TV on. You are distracting yourself mm-hmm. from all of the things that are designed mm-hmm. to bring you down. Mm. And sometimes you do have to focus on those distractions and not look at those as distractions necessarily, right. but look at them as 
as things that bring joy to your life and appreciate them on that level. Mm -hmm. And those are some of the little things that can pull you out of whatever you're in. Exactly. And shifting that perspective. And you brought up something that, you know, we've talked about before with awe. Like when you watch Eddie Van Halen's performances, you're feeling that awe, like, wow, amazing that he can do that, that created such music and Mm -hmm. such a legacy that he leaves that we can always revisit. And it's just amazing. We need that sense of awe. That actually leads to more joy. And it's really interesting. That's another thing that I tell my clients, just as real as all these crazy things that are going on right now, the sky, that is just as real as feeling in awe of, wow, look at this amazing universe and the sun coming up every day and just sitting and appreciating all of the things that are still there. I have clients that are like, I'm going to New Hampshire for a weekend. I'm like, good, go, go appreciate nature, get out there. Those are just as real and those experiences are just as real and just as joyful as maybe the other ones are just as difficult. But we also need to balance that and see that that stuff's still here. We can still appreciate that. Let me speak precisely to that on a couple of different levels because something that the wife and I have been doing of mm-hmm. late is we have been going on hikes like yep. nobody's business and we have been researching various trails. Mm. I've gone back to places, even one that I used to go to with my mom mm. to honor her in that way and feel like I'm bringing her yeah. along with me. And in relation, Courtney, to not only seeking help, mm-hmm. but accepting it when it's unsolicited. Mm. People will come to me during these troubled times and say, Brian, I don't know what to say. And to them, I say, look, there are no words, but your support is what's getting me through this. And in a similar way in which I am, have been, and always will be in awe of what Edward Van Halen brings to the table, Mm -hmm. open your eyes and your ears to how people look at you in that way. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I can say, I'm lucky enough to have been on a career path where much like Eddie, I get to do something creative and fun, Mm -hmm. which entertains people. I've been hearing from a lot of people who have been saying to me, when I've gone through hard times Mm -hmm. and I get in the car and I feel like I can't get through the day, you make me laugh so hard, Mm -hmm. suddenly I'm not even thinking about what my problem is. We had somebody (laughs) this week spit their coffee all over their windshield. (laughs) We heard that. And my wife has worked for nonprofits, people who are going through cancer treatments, and they're like, that's the only thing that's getting me through it. Mm. That humbles me Mm -hmm. to a degree but also brings me relief. And also at a time where I'm like, what is the purpose of life? I don't Mm -hmm. understand. Suddenly it becomes about finding what your purpose is in life to get you through that. And that's where I'm saying, all right, I was put on this planet, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Look, there are trolls too who tell me I suck. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes you have to pick and choose. And you have to understand that sometimes people who are jealous of what you do Mm -hmm. and of the attention that you're getting or whatever it is, are going to attack it to make themselves feel better. Right, exactly. You have to know when you feel most you, you know, when Mm -hmm. you feel most connected and when you feel most excited. I know there's certain things when I talk about things I get, oh, so excited. And I know like, okay, that's when I'm truly who I am. And for you, that is. It's comedy. It's coming up with quick things. It's your brain, how it fires on all four cylinders. And our purpose can change and grow and we can have many millions of little purposes and we can have big purposes. We don't need to get caught up in all that. It's just what makes time fly. When do you feel so connected and grounded? And yes, I believe that the meaning of life is to find meaning and give your life meaning. Do things with meaning. Do things that actually connect with your values. And when you know what your values are, you can live more of them and you can be happier. And even in these difficult times, that's another thing that we can kind of ground ourselves to. 
is being able to do that and do that for each other. And for you knowing that and appreciating that, and I know it's difficult for you to take those compliments in. Yeah, I'm not good at that. No, you're not good at it. You deflect and you're like, oh, yeah. And I know it's very difficult. That's the coping mechanism of comedy that I've talked about in the past Mm -hmm. where sometimes you just dismiss everything because Mm. you dismiss the bad things so they can't have power Mm -hmm. over you. But you have no ability yeah. to flip the switch and you dismiss the good things. And that's what I tell people well. if you are going to cut off, because they say, Courtney, I don't want to feel things. I don't want to feel that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you are not able to be open to feeling some of that difficult stuff, you're going to miss out on the big joys in life because people say, that's it. I'm done with this relationship. I never want to go into one again. And I'm like, okay, give yourself some time. But the thing of it is, if we never open our hearts again, then we never get to experience that deep joy that we can have from doing that. And to speak to that, the woman who I am married to now Mm -hmm. because I had gone through the ringer prior to meeting her Mm -hmm. and the closer that things got to becoming really intimate and genuine discussions Mm -hmm. of marriage, discussions of children Mm -hmm. with some women who maybe weren't prepared for that at that time, whenever I would get to that point, I would have my heart broken. So I found myself avoiding that with the woman who I am with now. And she wanted all of those things, but I was so damaged by past experiences that I kind of closed her off to the extent that, thank God, I got my crap together because if I had waited much longer, I would have lost her and made my life even worse. Mm. And also in relation to finding that purpose, she brings me purpose Mm -hmm. in life. She is somebody who I lean on very heavily, as are you. And I was discussing this with my brother the other day about purpose, because look, he lost his mom too. He was a huge Van Halen fan right along with me. Mm -hmm. And he's struggling, he has a history of depression. And when I said to him, Kevin, it's not about looking outward. Why are we here? What's the point of all this? Mm Sometimes it is about looking inward. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, our role, because he has also made a career out of his comedic ability, I said, Mm -hmm. our purpose is to ease that burden for other people through Mm -hmm. laughter. That's number one for me. Mm -hmm. Number two has become this. I'm doing it right now. And I bring joy from this. To speak of my journey through depression, to Mm -hmm. highlight my weaknesses. And people say that to me all the time. Aren't you humiliated? Aren't you embarrassed? Mm to open yourself up in that way and just show how weak you are on some levels. And I say, absolutely not, because what I am doing is I'm telling that person who is pushing it down, don't push it down, bring it to the surface, deal with Mm -hmm. it, talk to other people about it. And even as it pertained to my mom's journey through COVID Mm -hmm. and her having passed away, I made it my mission to give myself a third level of purpose to Mm -hmm. call in within 36 hours of her death, sob into the phone and say, people, for those of you who don't think that this is real, Mm. you don't want to be told to wear a mask, you don't want to put it over your nose, I'm here to educate you. And that is also another reason why I'm saying, look, I have this platform, I need to take advantage of it. That's how I honor my mom. Mm -hmm. That's how I honor every single struggle that I've ever been through. I've been posting like crazy about Edward Van Halen and how he has touched my life Mm -hmm. all over social media. And it's getting a lot of reaction. Sometimes, yeah, it gets negative, but it's mostly positive. Mm -hmm. But that's what helps to pull you out of the depths of hell. When you feel like 
again, you're pushed down by that wave. You look up at the surface. You're like, mm-hmm. I can never get to the top again. Mm-hmm. You're going to surprise yourself sometimes right. if you're able to do all of these things that I'm talking mm-hmm. about and doing so not only with professional help, but personal help yeah. from loved ones yeah. and asking everyone around help. you. Yeah, yeah, asking for help. And the thing is, too, when you show your vulnerability, and that is our biggest strength, I think, is that to be able to be open and being vulnerable, that shows a lot of strength. When we cut things down and we have walls and stuff, we're not letting anything penetrate. We're not showing a strength. You're making things worse. And you make it worse. And also, when you do that, you're giving permission to other people to be open to that and feel their vulnerability too and be like, oh, it's okay that I feel that way. And it decreases shame, which is an awesome thing because that's the thing that kind of keeps us down, those feelings of shame. And so by doing that, you're giving people a gift. And Brene Brown does some amazing work around this. But one of the things she says is, I'm the one out there, sweat, tears, I'm on stage. When we're out there, we're doing it, and we're opening ourselves to everyone like what you do. It's like giving permission to people. Don't listen to the critics who will point and yell and jeer. They're not out there trying to help people. They're not out there trying to open up and show that strength and show other people their strength. So don't listen to the critics. Don't let them have your ear. Listen to the people, the close circle that you have around you that you trust, and the people who are out there doing it too, the ones who are risking and being out there and showing that strength. I think that's really important. And realize this, in every possible direction, Mm -hmm. whether you know it or not, you are leading by example. Mm -hmm. Now, as a parent, if I just bury everything Mm -hmm. and shut things down, what message is that sending to my child? Mm -hmm. If I am doing that to a spouse, when she hits that bump in the road, she's going to probably do the same thing that I'm doing because I'm telling her, hey, this is how you handle Mm -hmm. something like this. And I came from that. That was my upbringing and I had to work around it. So for as much as you just think this is your personal journey and no one else is being affected, no, that's not the case. And that's where you need to ask yourself, especially if you are in those depths, what is my purpose? Mm -hmm. How can I not only change myself, but how can I be so strong that I will have the ability to influence others? Mm -hmm. And whether that's a loved one in my life or somebody that I don't even know, I will tell you, there's been things through depression I know because I've been told I've saved lives. Mm -hmm. And even though I don't know those people, whenever I'm down in that place and I don't have that person who's trying to save my life, I'm just like, well, I need to be around for those people Mm -hmm. to do it again. And what can I learn from this? And we discussed this last week. Everyone's looking for the magic pill. Mm -hmm. They want to pray to the man in the sky. Please fix this. Please fix the other person. People Mm -hmm. come into therapy for you. It's not about me. It's about everything else. Look at yourself. How can can I improve myself? situation Mm -hmm. by taking ownership of my role in how I'm circling the drain here. And looking really at yourself and also appreciating that sometimes what they say, we've talked about this before, that your message is in your mess. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, can't spell message without mess. (laughs) Out of that, we can find purpose. Even if you're struggling with something, maybe flip it, look at it from another angle, look at what your strengths have been, acknowledge yourself and really say, "Mm, let me sit with that and figure out how have I helped people? And maybe there is something of vulnerability in me, but I've actually been able to share that with other people and help them get to their next level. Here's another piece of advice I have for you. If you have somebody else in your life who has gone through an unbelievable tragedy, Mm -hmm. and look, my best friend of 40 plus years lost his wife of 20 years, Mm -hmm. and I use the strength that he has exhibited since 
as inspiration. As inspiration I'm just like, yeah. hey, if he can get through that, I can certainly get through the death of Edward Van Halen. Mm. <laughs> I mean, but this is what we it do. It can, can always inspire be worse. other people. And yeah. while it can always be better too, mm-hmm. you need that perspective. And that's actually something we do in DBT therapy. It doesn't work for everyone, but for some people, they really connect with that. And it's called comparisons. Looking at maybe where you were in your life when things weren't going well, and you can compare and say, you know what, I'm doing better or I have more skills now, kind of like what you're saying. And then other times it's comparing with other situations or something that we hear about or someone close to us where we're like, oh my gosh, that is so difficult. And it helps us to be grateful for what we do have. And so that can really be a skill that's helpful in getting us through. While you're down in the depths, and I think this is everyone's Mm go-to, you say, look at Beyonce's life. Why can't I have that? Well, why don't you look at somebody who's living in a third world country Mm -hmm. under a dictatorial regime? Why don't you look at people who are in prison camps who don't Mm -hmm. deserve to be there? Why don't you look at people who say, am I going to starve to death today? Mm. It's not always about, oh, God, my life is worthless and everyone else's is better. In the grand scheme, people, Mm -hmm. if you have the ability to hear this off of your device, you're doing okay. Right. right. (laughs) It's all perspective. You are in a place Mm -hmm. that a lot of people would kill to Mm -hmm. be in. So just keep that perspective and realize that you've got enough good things around you Mm -hmm. where you can pull yourself out of this. And again, we talk about depression and we've talked about suicide in the past. And Mm -hmm. Courtney, the word is hopelessness. When Mm -hmm. you feel like everything is hopeless and it's just never going to get better. Believe me, I have been there. Had I not had the therapy that I've Mm -hmm. had up to now, I'd be right there again. I'm falling down a little bit here. I'll admit Mm -hmm. that. But I'm owning it. And I'm telling myself that I'm not failing in doing so. I'm just exhibiting the fact that, hey, I'm human. Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. I can sit behind this microphone and lecture you all till the end of the day and still tell you, like, I don't have everything figured out. But it's admitting to that vulnerability Mm -hmm. and realizing that I've overcome difficulties in the past that's going to get me through this present Mm -hmm. and enhance my future. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is sometimes we do have to stop and we have to think about this and say, wait a minute, let me look at this from that perspective of what I do have, what I am grateful for. And the strengths that I have, that is going to help me to move forward. Remember those times when you went through really hard times and give yourself that credit to say, you know what? I can get through this. I can get through this again. And even if you're at that point and I've been there Mm -hmm. sitting in a garage with the car running where I said, I have nothing. So Mm -hmm. what's the point? I have no hope for anything. How about asking yourself this? What can I get? Mm -hmm. How can I make things better? Mm -hmm. Don't limit yourself and don't beat yourself down to a point where you just feel like not only can I not attain anything, I don't deserve anything. Mm -hmm. You deserve every great thing that life has Mm -hmm. to offer. But if you're going to close yourself to those opportunities, if like I did with my current wife, I kept her at that arm's length. Mm. I put up those walls. What would I have missed out on if she's just like, oh my God, this guy, Uh. enough already, and had walked away? For as much as I could have said, oh, I guess she just doesn't like me. Mm -hmm. That's my fault. That's not her fault. So look at things in that way, Mm -hmm. and I guarantee you it's going to kick open doors that you don't even realize exist. And if you're feeling like that's too much to kind of look at the bigger scheme of things, then start small. Go to our resource page at catcountry.com. We do the Wellness Wednesday. I have a 
lot of resources up there and ask for help. Start to see a therapist. Just talk to someone. And also, I like to mention the crisis chat line, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, if you need it. It's 1-800-273-8255. Try the cheddar jalapeno Lay's. They're delicious. <laughs> they are delicious. <laughs> very inexpensive. Yes. And they will bring you joy. And you're like, well. We're very snack focused around that here. That baby step. <laughs> Maybe I can go on to a full appetizer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never mind the main courses and everything that lies ahead of that. Well, Courtney, we make light of it sometimes mm-hmm. to give us power over mm-hmm. it. And that's also another right. way. Exactly. That's another way that to we cope. try to. Yeah, exactly. Not a bad thing. And people would probably tell me, you shouldn't belittle these kinds of things. You're mm-hmm. sending the wrong message. Well, maybe I am, maybe I'm not, but that's how I get through it. Yeah. And Well, I think you, of all people, you understand the depths of where things can go and mm-hmm. how serious it can get. And I think that's the thing, too, is that's how you help people, is to relate to that, but also to bring a spin to it that they can appreciate, that they say, oh my gosh, he totally gets it. And then they have that relief. That's how we laugh. We have these things that we're connecting on, and we understand the truth in it, but we also understand understand the humor in things and looking at it from different ways. I'll close with this. I've experienced the highest of highs. Mm -hmm. I've also experienced the lowest of lows. Mm -hmm. And I've also done everything wrong in attempts to pull myself out of those. Mm. But at other times, I've done everything right. And my choice is to focus on the highest of highs And the things that I did right in the never-ending pursuit to get back there. And as I've said a thousand times to many people, they call it the pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. because you have to actively pursue Pursue it. it, You can't sit there and wait for it to come Mm -hmm. to you. It takes work, as does anything in life Mm. that is worth it. So bear that in mind, too. When you feel so beaten down that you just want to lay in bed for 16, Mm -hmm. 18 hours a day, you got to get out there. You got to pursue that happiness. And if not, you're your own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. And that's basically, I think that a lot of us are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we are our own worst enemy. And we're wired to be that Mm -hmm. way, incidentally. And that's why therapy is designed to help to tear you down, build you back up Mm -hmm. and rewire you to be able to be in that position where I'm going to start getting eight hours of sleep a night. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put the Jack Daniels bottle down. I'm going to realize my worth and my value. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, 2021, we get to hit the reset button at we some point. We hope so, Brian. Where Again, is the reset look, button? <laughs> I'm at the mercy of the universe. I'm not right. in control of anything. Mm-hmm. But I have to realize that if I stay the course and do the right thing, patience is a virtue. I will eventually be rewarded. Right, and right. so will you, my friends. Yes. We hope that we can hit that reset button. I'm looking for it, Brian. It's a giant, what was it, the easy button that Staples used to have? I think it's one of those buttons. You know how sometimes you need to take the tweezers and find oh, it's that, that little small. hole? That's <laughs> why we can't right find now, it. Right it tiny. might be that. But the good news is there are tweezers and that hole exists. Yes, yes. We will find it. We will find it. Courtney, but... in the meantime, while people are trying to find that hole, I feel like Michael Scott, that's what she said. <laughs> How can people get in touch with you to maybe get a little bit more help than they might ordinarily need otherwise? Well, like I mentioned, Wellness Wednesday is something that we do weekly here Mm -hmm. at catcountry.com. People can come to our Wellness Wednesday page. It's at catcountry.com. And we have a lot of great resources for you if ever you need them and also ways that 
you can connect with a therapist. All right. Yeah. Well, good stuff, as always. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we've helped some people. Mm-hmm. And if we so. haven't, I'm sure I'll hear from the people who don't like the way that I approach this. <laughs> but you know what? As Stuart Smalley would say, yes. that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> He's going to find some zen around that. We are 20 Ooh. episodes in. We look forward to episode 21. We always look forward to hearing from you. And we thank you for listening to Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you.